the first episode with our brand new microphones. What? I know. I'm still learning how to use it, so if it sounds exactly like the other episodes, it is not the microphone's fault. It is definitely my fault, but yeah, we're working on that. Um, our guest for today is Kia. Love Kia. I've been wanting Kia on an episode for a really long time, and I finally got her on one, and we're doing Chloe and Hallie's Ungodly Hour, track by track, and yeah, all that. I mean, there's not really much to say. They really speak for themselves, and so does Kia. Kia's very eloquent. And yeah, wonderful. Let's call her. But yes, it's the Ungodly Hour episode. We have Kia with us today. Hi. Yes. <laughs> I've known Kia for two or three years. Three years, right? Yeah, like three years. Three years. I finally met her one year ago, and you know, it's just been... Kia, how do I explain Kia? I mean, she really explains herself. Smartest queen alive, <laughs> best music taste ever. And that's the thing. I wanted you on an episode for a really long time, but I didn't want you, like, on an episode or an album that, like, you didn't love all the way. You know what I mean? Because I wanted you to have, like, a lot to say. So yes. I knew, like, this one is really good because it's jam-packed and it's, like, full of substance and we're just going to have a great time. But, yeah. We're talking about Miss Chloe and Hallie. If you don't know who Chloe and Hallie is, that's really crazy. But we're going <laughs> to explain. Why are you here? Yeah, why are you here? <laughs> but we're going to help you. We're going to help you out. We're going to explain who they are. We're going to go through their sophomore album, track by track. And yeah, you guys know the deal. So we're just going to start. Miss Kia, would you like to explain to the general public who Chloe and Hallie are? <laughs> um, I guess. Go ahead. Uh... They're like a sister duo. One is 20 and the other one is 22 or turning 22, I think. Yeah. And they've been like doing their little music thing for like the past more than five years, maybe seven or eight, like since they were really young. And they, when they were like 16 or 17, got signed to Beyonce's um, Parkwood records you know they're like the, are they the only like, ones on parkwood no there's like this other um white girl that they don't let <laughs> <laughs> me talk but about her <laughs> there's like they're like the only two artists i think or they were the only two when it started i don't know what it looks like now right. but yeah they've been like on disney like they're actresses and they're like uh they produce and write most of their own music i think they were produced and wrote their entire first album and like the mixtapes and eps they had before that and yeah this album was, like the first one where they got help from other producers and writers and stuff so that's really cool and um yeah. i don't know what else to say They're no i mean you pretty much talented. covered it yeah <laughs> you pretty much covered it like literally i i feel like we need to stress that so hard like they really really like it because you know some people it's like oh yeah they write and produce their own stuff but then you hear the stuff and you're like oh well (laughs) exactly like Russ like or like literally I mean there's a lot of like bigger artists that they'll say like oh I wrote and produced this one specific song on the album or whatever and then you hear that song and you like can tell how drastically different it is from like the other ones you know what I mean yeah but with them it's like you hear their music. I'm not gonna lie. Like the maybe the first EP or the second EP when they were literally like what seventeen. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it sounded a little bit 
homemade. But like even their first album, I'm not gonna lie, I did not believe them. I couldn't believe them. They were 19, producing, writing their whole like first album. What? Like, yeah, and like it's unbelievable. It's stuff that they have been recording over the years too. So like they were even younger recording that. Oh yeah. And, like, making that and putting it out. So it's like. I didn't what even think hell? of that. I didn't even think of that. They're, like, there's songs on this album, even, that they wrote years ago, and, like, they're now perfecting it. Like, that's literally insane to me. Yeah. What? They yeah. saving it for and later. Right. <laughs> and it's also, like, I don't know. If you're signed to Beyonce's label, I would expect, like, Beyonce having a whole bunch of people all up in your mix, but she's kind of let them do their own thing, and I think that's cool, too. She's not, like, pressuring them. Maybe that's why she picked them even because they are so independent and they already know like the sound and the look they want to yeah. help them like with like resources and stuff but they were at the heart of it right like Beyonce's like I don't really have to do much here exactly <laughs> I just gotta give her money <laughs> she said my hard work is done right <laughs> she found their cover on YouTube and she's like that's enough work for today exactly. like literally okay. no but they have been doing it for a hot minute they were on, like, movies when they were, like, five or six years old. Um, movies that I had watched before and I, like, didn't notice they were in. And just, like, they've been around in the business for a long time. But, like, now, I mean, even now, they're really young, 20, 21, 22. Like, yeah. But they're finally, like, stepping into the music scene and, like, kind of taking over, to be honest. <laughs> so we love to see it. So, yeah, they started on YouTube um, first album out, couple EPs out. They were touring with Beyonce and Jay Z, which I get it, but I really wish they like would have toured or like done a couple shows there on their own to like branch out if that makes sense. Because remember yeah. for On the Run, I think On the Run Run One and Two, they were the opening acts, right? Or something. Yeah, and like they did little shows by themselves, like here and there, but never like a full tour. So yeah. it's like. That's, like, one thing, like, I know a lot of Chloe and Halle fans um, get, like, angry at the, like, constant mention of Beyonce, and, like, I get that. Obviously, they're, like, their own artists, but it's, like, we haven't really seen them, at least live, a lot outside of Beyonce's, like, wing. I mean, they've done incredible TV performances, do not get me wrong, girls. Um, look up that, uh, what is it, MTV Awards performance? yeah. That was a reset. Um, even their little quarantine performances now are, like, stunning. But, yeah, I just kind of wish they would have had their own tour or, like, their own moment outside of Beyonce to, like, push that a little more. Yeah. Hopefully they will for this album because this is the perfect album to, like, step out by yourself and do right. it. And also, like, I don't think Beyonce and Jay-Z have anything coming out this time, so... <laughs> right they're like we're gonna let you guys have your moment but yeah exactly. so they've been with beyonce touring they've been on grownish if y'all watch grownish on freeform <laughs> yeah a little bit of a train wreck of a show and not gonna lie like what was your reaction when they when they announced that because i know i was like what <laughs> i mean i don't know because I watched Blackish when it was on TV, so I was like, oh, it's cool that it's getting a spinoff. And then also, like, it's cool that, like, Trevor Jackson and Chloe and Hallie are going to be on there, too, because I loved all of them at the time. So, like, I was excited to watch At the it. time! <laughs> <laughs> but then I tuned into the actual show, and I just, it's not for me. 
I think yeah. I like how that's the first time we ever saw them like kind of acting grown, I guess, or like I don't know. Their songs before then, their like personalities before them were so sweet and like light and like you know nice. But they were on there cussing and like taking <laughs> pictures, and I was like, exactly. <laughs> I knew it was in there somewhere. We're like, yeah, yeah, it's acting, right? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, because like other than that, I think it was, I don't even remember the movie, but it was like one of those like BET movies, like I don't even know that they were in, but they had no lines. So like that was the only time I'd seen them, quote unquote, act. But then like when seeing them on the show, like you, it was kind of like, whoa, wasn't y'all singing about church five minutes ago? What happened? Yeah, like, they were on um, Let It Shine on Disney. Like, with, yeah. uh, what's his name? From Everybody Hates Chris. Yeah, they and, were. Like, they were just in the choir. That's so funny. Like, the, the switch up was crazy, but it was also like, it was kind of comforting because it was like, you guys are too perfect. You can't, like, do absolutely nothing wrong. You know, be best friends with Beyonce and have good music. Like, there has to be something. <laughs> like,. And I mean, they still are, like, I guess, unproblematic, but, like, now they just have that personality, like, not to say they didn't have a personality back then, but they have a more realistic personality now. Right, more relatable, like, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, that's my girls. So they're on Grownish, um... Even though, like, Grownish, if we're talking about, like, crazy TV shows, Grownish is crazy, but it's, like, not the craziest one to be on. So, like, yeah, so it's, like, good they're on there. So if y'all want to catch them on there, they're also, they got Disney contracts. Disney contracts. Multiple. Multiple. Before the age of, like, 25. Like, okay, to me, when the, what was it called? A Wrinkle in Time? Was it that that they wrote? Um, damn, what is that song called? You know what I'm talking about. Warrior? Warrior, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they wrote Warrior, they did a whole, like, that was, like, the the front song of that movie or whatever. And when they announced that, I was like, wait, what? Like, usually artists that um, do the songs for Disney, they're either, like, in the movie, so, you know, they have that whole tie to it, or they're, like, I don't know, they've been on a show on Disney when they were younger, like, you know, all of that. Or they're, like, a huge artist. Yeah, or they're, like, a huge established artist. So when they announced that, I was like, wait. But I was also like, go ahead. Yeah. Exactly, I'm not going to question it because it's beautiful. <laughs> exactly, it was literally wonderful, so I just know they have a lot of money. And then on top of that, Disney was <laughs> like, thank you for this wonderful piece. Would you like to be Ariel in our live action? And then Hallie was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so she's going to be freaking Ariel, Little Mermaid, in 20-whatever year that movie comes out. And exactly. Yeah. <laughs> because it's gotten postponed now because of coronavirus and all yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I like, I okay, the thing about Little Mermaid, or the thing about live actions in general, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, it's just not my cup of tea, but, <laughs> so like, I wasn't expecting this and I wasn't like, you know, but now that it's happening, who am I to stop that grind, you know, like, who am I to... Exactly be against it so i'm totally for it i think Hallie also has like a very like good voice to be ariel it's like really soft and all that and we know she'd be hitting them notes so that's not gonna be anything yeah. if nothing else she will sing <laughs> <laughs> exactly one thing about Hallie is she do be singing okay so yeah i mean that's 
kind of all you need to know about them other than their albums. Um, this is their sophomore album that we're going to be doing the track by track for. Alright, so, uh, go ahead. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I feel like the kids are alright as an album was like, not necessarily all over the place, but just like, less cohesive and like it had a lot more going on. Like it was longer and like, they told a story, I suppose, but like a very <laughs> drawn out story. And yeah. like, even just the sound and like the aesthetic, like in the videos and like the album cover itself, it's like very, it's like nice whites and like bright light colors going on, you know, like very cute and girlish. And this album is not giving any of that. It's giving darkness. It's giving <laughs> ungodly hour. Yes. Like, it, it just comes together like, better than the kids are right in my opinion i still love the kids are right as an album and like i wouldn't even say ungodly hour is better i feel like they are too different to be compared in that way Mm -hmm. but um it's just like you can see how much they've grown even like the three the two or three years that were between the album it's like this is different from anything they've done and like i don't want to say it feels more like them but it feels more like what I've been waiting for for them. <laughs> it's you're like it feels more about more what I know they can be. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like I like the themes that are on the kids are right, and I like how those themes are um, tackled. I even feel like those themes are more relatable to me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I also like Ungodly Hour because it has like that element of like drama and like the like grittiness i guess that i feel like they needed Period. i might not need it but they did and they tackled it in such a great way <laughs> no i think you said it really well like like for me when the kids are all right came out like the singles were so like relatable lyrically and i feel like lyrically they even go a little deeper to more like more like mm, it's more like personal in the sense uh, that they're talking more about like one-on-one kind of deal or like what you deal with as a woman yourself or as a growing woman kind of if that makes sense yes. um while ungodly ungodly hour is more tackling like i guess a more mature situation like boys and <laughs> all of that you know which is like yeah. still necessary obviously but it's like a two sides of a coin i guess they're really different yeah. to me. But I do still love the kids all right. Um, I do think it was a little more like... I don't even want to say childish because it's not childish. But Yeah, like it's really deep and like lyrically it's mature but just not mature in the way that Ungodly yeah. Hour is. Exactly, exactly. It's mature but safe. Exactly, yes, yes, yes. It's very safe because it's very like... Okay, like... If we're not going to go into track by track for the kids, all right. But it's very, like, <laughs> I mean, it's, like, grown-ish theme song is on there. Like, freaking, there's, like, a gospel song on there, you know. Like, it's yeah. cute. It's really nice, and I do listen to it often. And that was probably, like, one of my most played albums of 2018. But, again, like, other than surface level, we never really got, like, too personally deep, I guess, if that makes sense. Yeah. And, I, yeah. Go ahead. I, I feel like The Kids Are Right is, like, I'm 
arriving at adulthood, I'm here. Mm. And then Ungali Hour is, I've made it, and I kind of effed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. No, wait, that's actually so true, because because um the Kids All Right is also really long, and like, all of, like you said, all over the place, which is kind of like how you feel kind of stepping into those 19, 20-year-old. You're like, what's happening? I'm just going to ramble. Like... <laughs> I gotta worry about this now. Yeah. <laughs> well, Godly Hour is like, child, did you see that? Let's talk about it. <laughs> so this is what I did. <laughs> this is what I did, and we're gonna sing about it. So, yeah. Exactly. Okay, now that's really good. I think we kind of ate that explanation up. So, they're good. <laughs> they're both good, but this one's just different. So, let's talk yeah. about, let's just go right into it. We're gonna do the track by track for Godly Hour. Let's start with this album cover. Very stunning. <laughs> Very stunning. On Instagram, people are doing like these little um, eye looks inspired by it, and it's like all black and it's like glossy lid, and then it has like an angel. And I'm like, that is so, they just really ate. And, Wait, like, that's so cute. Showing like the cheeks and everything. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no for real because if we compare it not even to just the kids are all right but like their single um covers or their ep covers very pink and soft and like you know girly and then this is like black latex and some wings <laughs> and gleaming exactly. yeah. Back to the camera. They're not even giving you the full face. Just a side profile. And, like, I actually really, really enjoy the background of it, too. Like, the kind of sunsetish, like, ash sky. Because I think that keeps it a little soft. But, because, like, okay, if you were to think about it, and if it was, like, a completely dark cover, it's cute, but you can't put it on a shirt, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a little too dark for me. But this is, like, a really good transition, like, album cover if that makes sense yeah just stunning with the angel wings but the angel wings are like kind of metal so it's yeah, like, like whoa like, silver <laughs> going on and they're like glowing like it just it's nice like it's they so did cool. that i don't know who came over that direction but yes right I and it doesn't have any like words on it because the picture just speaks for itself yes. like, uh, there's nothing left to say <laughs> oh my god i didn't even see that it literally has no words on it no like title nothing girl just look at this like just look at this, <laughs> this <is>. right you <laughs> literally know what this is okay let's go into it let's go into intro slash forgive me they're kind of the same song Give your thoughts. Uh, <laughs> I think this is honestly a perfect song. There's not many songs that I feel like are perfect, but when I like listen to this song, it's like every time I listen, I hear something different. Like I notice something different. There's so many sounds happening and like such good stuff happening. Like there's horns and there's like strings and there's like attitude and like the things they're doing with their voices. Like the layers are interesting. It's like, I don't know, if you sat and listened to this song like three times back to back and each time you were like, I'm going to listen for something else this time, you wouldn't hear something completely different. It's like, there's so much to dissect with this song. No, for real. And I think they do that really well in a lot of their songs. Like, they're really good at, like, layering not only Chloe and Hallie's voice, but, like, 
Hallie and Hallie's voice or Chloe's yes, voice. Chloe's voice. Like, <laughs> that's so beautiful. Yeah. Like, and they're just like really good at layering the their instruments too, which is, I'm pretty sure this one was, oh no, this one was not Chloe. Was it? No, I think it was um, one of the ones that was produced by someone else. Or like co-produced by someone else. They helped write it, but... Okay, yeah, so they wrote the lyrics and somebody else produced. Okay. Yeah. You know what? And collaboration is fine. And whoever did this, <laughs> they did it. Because, like you said, it's like like the intro. Um, Although, like, you can hear kind of the same, um, I don't know, like the same melody from Forgive Me. It's still, like, way softer and, you know, like kind of a different tone. And then it goes into the actual song. And now we got, like, hi-hats. We got bass. We got this. But it's like, you still hear the horns in the back, girl. They're still there. You still hear, like, girl, I think there's some harps in this song. Like, <laughs> I would like to go on record and say that <laughs> Chloe did produce the, like, intro part of the song. Oh, she did? <laughs> yeah, so I think it's really cool that they took, like, what she did yeah. in that song and they were able to turn it into the second part of the song. Like, that's just really cool. Wait, I'm seeing it now. She did. Oh my god, that actually is so sweet. It was probably like one of those files she just had, like you know, saved up. She's like, I know this is a hit, but I don't really know how to finish it. So then they probably helped her with that. That's so cute. And it says here that like, okay, girl, it says Chloe and Hallie, executive producer. I don't know. I feel like we gotta give it to them. There's some other names here, but I'm gonna just go ahead and give it to them. Yeah. No, but this is literally amazing. I think the music video is also really tasteful. Super dark, but, like, good dark. <laughs> like, they were, the looks were nice. The choreography was cute. And, like, they're performing at the BBC Awards on Sunday. And there's nothing that I want more than them to do this song. Yep. <laughs> and I want them to bring the shovels out. And I want them to do oh all God. that. Like, come on. <laughs> no, because when I saw the music video, I hadn't heard the song yet. So I was like, what's happening? So when you, like, are reading the lyrics, obviously it's, like, kind of, um, what is that word? Like, when, so is it when somebody cheats on you and you're, like, kind of, you know, trying to get that energy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> that energy. But, like, I just wasn't expecting a shovel and, like, low-key <laughs> and, like, they're, like, low-key, what is it, implying that they're, like, burying whoever it was that yeah, cheated on exactly. them and, like... Sometimes we need to bring that energy back, so I really like this song. Just very good. I think it was, like, a good song to open the album with, I guess, because it was so shocking, like, yeah, <laughs> cussing like that, and I was just <laughs> I know, no, literally, I was like, I didn't even notice it the first time. <laughs> the first time, I didn't even notice it, because I, like, totally tuned it out, and then when everybody's like, excuse me, is Chloe cursing on me right now? <laughs> I went back, and I was like, oh my gosh, she is, like... What is everybody going to tell me? But you know what? They're not slick. Because they were on Instagram Live the other day or something. And somebody was asking them, like, you know, they'd be doing, like, cute little games on Instagram Live. And it was, like, um, it was, like, she was explaining forgive me. And she was saying that forgive me is, like, about opportunities and, like, uh, closed mouth don't get fed and, like, basically you have to take every opportunity if it doesn't go wrong like it's fine like and i'm like what that's not what this song is about didn't hear that at all i'm like you're trying to make it about opportunities girl we you want to bury your ex and that is okay that's what the song is about 
Like, that is just not what the song says at all. It's really about how that man lied to her and threw the relationship away. Right. And now she's stunting on him. That's too funny, though. Like, she tried to make it, like, something different. Like, because she's on, like, live camera. Like, girl, come on. It's fine. Okay, but yeah, literally perfect song. I have no bad commentary on that. Let's go into Baby Girl. take care of yourself girls you know yeah and like having feelings that you can't escape and just having to feel them yeah you know this is exactly what cranes in the sky is about so it was like a different approach to the same topic for me and like how they as young women are dealing with that feeling or like helping each other through that feeling through song you know right and i think it's a good empowerment song because it's not necessarily like Woo, women! Yeah! Like, sometimes you just want a slow, like... Like, you just want Chloe and Hallie in your ear telling you that you're doing good, you know? And I think they really did that well. And yeah, it is a little boring, not gonna lie. The first time I played, I was kind of like, um... (laughs) Alright? I mean, yeah, you have to be in a certain mood to listen to it. Yeah. Like, I don't know, sometimes when it plays, you have to freaking me, I'm like... Skip, 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 all the way <laughs> to Big Boy. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, really. But, like, it is really nice to listen to, like, when you're in a mood or, like, if it just comes on shuffle and you're, like, maybe I'll hear what they're talking about today. It's like, yeah. it's like a song that you forget, but then when you listen to it, you're like, oh, my God, I needed this. Right. It's, it's definitely, like, a face mask type song, you know. You're not trying to... You know, it's good, though. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's, like, two... De- there's definitely two sides of this album... But, like, not even two, like, big sides. It's, like, the majority energy of, forgive me, and then there's, like, a couple baby <laughs> girls thrown in the mix, you know? Yeah. But it's good. I do agree I would not have put it be after forgive me just because we knew she was going to get washed, like. Exactly. It's, like, we're ready to kill men. Like. Thinking about that. Exactly. So that was random, but it's fine. Okay, do it. Let's talk about Miss Do It. Miss TikTok hit. Single like I know they put out um catch up 
but they didn't really that was not on the level I do it like you could tell that was just something promotional but they like the energy they brought would do it and the music video and like the promo and like creating a TikTok dance it's like yes and it's exactly what this song deserved because it is so good it's like my number one most song played of the year already yes I love it already and it just came out like two months ago it's so good every performance is good the lyrics are like a little childish I guess but I'm okay with that I can get childish I can get childish too do you remember like when this came out um like all the old heads on Twitter were like, I just can't relate to Chloe yeah, exactly. and Hattie. What are you talking about? It's like, Everybody, I've never even been to the club, but <laughs> I can imagine myself being there, meeting up with my friends, and telling men to leave me alone. Like, right. What about that is not a universal experience. I don't get it. Like I don't. I really don't. Especially in this song. Like if you would have told me another song, the old people, older people don't get. Um, Chloe and Hallie, okay, but this song is literally about, like, going out with your friends. Like, what? Okay. People, like, even before this song, people would say that. It just made me wonder, like, what kind of life are you living? Right, you like... Know, like, cool people and, like... You think you're better than like, me? Like, what? Like, exactly, <laughs> like, baby bird. Any, everybody can relate to being uncomfortable with change or growth and, like, having to navigate things on their own. And everybody can relate to having that one person in their life that you know, like, makes them feel safe and reminds them that they're still cool people in the world. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, they're literally insane. I think it's because, like, especially Hallie, like, has such a soft, like, really girly voice, like, kind of a young voice. But, like, why does that turn you off? She's literally singing about, like, really relatable topics. Whatever. We hate them. But anyway, I think this song is amazing. I think this song, the first time I played it, I was like, this is such a mood lifter. Because this came out, like, kind of in the peak of quarantine. It was like, everyone was really, like, kind of realizing, like, oh, we're here. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so this came things out. Things aren't funny anymore. Yeah, yeah, things aren't funny anymore. People, like, people were canceling releases. People were canceling tours. It was like every day something was going wrong. Even in, like, real life, not just music. So it was like, ooh. But then this came out, and I was like, yeah, because I do beat my face. <laughs> exactly, and I am moving fast because the Uber's on the way. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> like, I need to catch the Uber. I mean, we're not catching Ubers, but I need to catch the Uber, you know? Exactly. It's just so cute. This song is, like, I think the lyrics are so, like, very, like, wait, this was one of the songs that they teased, right, like, a long time ago? Yeah, they did this one, and then rest of your life. Yes, I do remember this one especially because it was talking about like doing your makeup and stuff. I don't know why. I don't know why that like clicked with me, but I just love it. It's so cute and fun. Like there's literally nothing wrong with this song. It's catchy. It's radio friendly. Cause I feel like some of their songs aren't necessarily radio friendly. Not that it needs to be, but I think that it, it this one specifically is. And it works too because I've heard it on the radio so many times already, and I have hey, never been worked out. I love that. <laughs> no, like literally, Billboard. What are they? Number six, sixteen on the albums, and yes. I don't remember. It's like number eighty-four. Oh my the, god! Yeah, that's really good. I hope it climbs. I mean, this is such a cute song, fun song, and yeah, I love it. I love that it has no features because, girl, we do not. I'm, I'm gonna need to, like, I know there's no R&B women listening to this, but if this somehow gets to you, you do not need to have a rapper on your singles, guys. Like, really. 
you can just die by that point. <laughs> <laughs> right, like you can start rapping. Even like I saw a couple people saying they wanted like a remix of Do It with Nicki on it, and it's like, do we need that though? I'm just like, how would that even sound? Like, <laughs> this is not really a song that would go with a feature unless it was like another singer. Yeah, and that's what I like because. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love rap, and I love having, like, rap party songs, but, like, I think this is a really fun party song, too, and it's not rapping, and it doesn't need it. Like, come on, girls. Come on. But anyway, um, and, uh, in the little comments that Chloe wrote about this song, she said that she worked with Victoria in, like, the melody for the song, and I don't know. I don't think I would have expected that, but I'm also like, yeah, I see it, you know, Victoria's hand. I was just gonna bring up the fact that Victoria like worked on it. Yes, too, but I feel like that's important <laughs> because she just I don't know what she always does when she gets in that studio and writes her verse, but it never disappoints. I think like, Victoria also. Sorry, go ahead. No, I wasn't saying anything. Okay, <laughs> I think Victoria also has like a really like literally it's just a talent for. Even, like, catchy, like, the catchy verses or, like, a catchy line, she has, like, really good um, eye for those. And, like, this has a lot of, like, one-liners that are, like, so cute. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like Victoria was in there. Like, what did she say? Uh, Well, even the pre-chorus, it's, like, it's a homie's only kind of mood. Like, that's so cute to just be like, it's the girls' night. But you don't have to say it's the girls' night, you know? Exactly. We just know they're not going with no men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just love it. So yeah, Victoria. We're waiting on you, girl, but we see your hand in these other <laughs> in these other projects. Okay, then it goes into Tipsy, which is kind of a mood change, but let's talk about her. change from do it and it's also kind of a melody mood change because it's like almost less singing more talking from yeah them. and i feel like the switch up between the verses the way the verses sound and the chorus sounds just a little bit too like drastic for me it is it definitely is this is definitely like the weird sister on the song but i of just the album, yeah, yeah I'm, the, I'm sorry of the album but i really love it and i think it's because there's like this really heavy hitting drum in the back and it sounds like feet stomping i'm gonna put like the song in the episode so you guys will hear it but it's especially when she's like um better baby better treat me better like you can hear like in the back the drum and it sounds like literal feet and i don't know why that gets me hype like <laughs> i'm like period better but yeah it's definitely weird it's definitely like I don't even think it's a grower because if you like kind of that sound, it's easy to like. 
But it's not like conventional R&B, conventional pop. It's definitely like, whoa, yeah, what's happening It's like here? in its own lane, I guess. And maybe that lane is just not for me. Yeah. But, <laughs> no, it is. <laughs> it's like different. Necessary on the album, like thematically, but... Yeah, because I think it ties into a forgive me type of thing where it's like, oh, that guy died. <laughs> exactly, and I didn't kill him, but... <laughs> Wait, who killed him? Oh my god, it was me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and I love how dramatic it is, and like, again, that drama is just so, like, cute. And it definitely has, like, its little one-liners, too, but I just love this song. But it is, like... Like, I, I get if somebody didn't like it. This is another Chloe-produced song. Okay. But I, I'm going to keep saying that. Y'all going to get annoyed. But I think it's really important to stress, though, because, like, okay, I'm just going to stress it again. Because, like, I really love when artists produce their own stuff. Like, I'm a fan of Tame Impala, and he literally does all of it, mixing, engineering, all himself. And, like, people praise him, and, like, yes, I love him. But he is, like, a 40-year-old man. A 40-year-old white man at that. I'm serious. Why you been to school? Yeah, like, he is a... Um, and that's not to take away from his talent, because he is talented, but you are a 40-year-old white man who probably been to college for it. You've been touring, like... The band been together since he was young, too. It's like, yeah, you should be producing, writing your own oh stuff. Oh, my God. <laughs> but with Chloe and Hallie, I'm like, Chloe, especially Chloe, because I think Hallie does, too, but it's like the main girl is Chloe. Both of them, whatever. Like, y'all are so young, and they're literally so good at what they do. And they're so humble about it, too, because, like, people be asking them, like, how do you guys, like, you know, how is it so, your stuff's so good? Do you guys have any tips for, like, young producers? And they're just like, keep writing. Don't give up. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, y'all don't even see the masterminds you guys are. But, yeah. Okay. That was just the fourth round about producing of the episode. Let's go into Ungodly Hour now. When you decide you like yourself, holler at me. When you decide you need someone, holler for me. When you don't have to think about it, love me happy on God the hour. When you decide you like yourself, holler at me. When you decide you need someone, go ahead. I really like this song. The title track of the album. Yeah, but I think it doesn't even go with like. <laughs> the it really album. doesn't. Like, if you think about it in that context, you're like, this is a lighthearted one. I don't know. It sounds very lighthearted, like very light and airy and like cute and then like the rest of the album was like let's kill men (laughs) but like are we like this song i don't know if i necessarily get like a roller skating and like afros vibe from this like a lot of other people have said but i do get like a turn that up (laughs) in the car vibe i guess like your hair blowing in the wind kind of vibe like it's just really cute and like even though it kind of talks about some heavy things i guess it does it in like a way that doesn't make it seem so heavy and like it's just nice and it's like dissing men still but yeah (laughs) let's also dance now yeah because i was gonna say that like it still kind of is tied in to the overall um i don't want to say hate men necessarily but like just getting over a horrible relationship type of thing um having it's like the response to someone trying to 
pull you back into like right. a relationship that was toxic or like that just shouldn't exist and you're like no because no. you didn't have a chance <laughs> this song is literally like no <laughs> like that's that but i think it's really playful in the way they did it too because it was like again upbeat um and it's really just saying literally point blank like when you decide to love yourself holler at me like it's exactly. <laughs> it sounds like something you would say maybe to like the girls group chat or something like when he want to do that or da 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 he can call me and so like yeah like putting that energy into so uh, like cute song like light hearted song is really cute I think they're like so talented in their way of making like I guess it's, like, a tough subject or, like, a grown subject into, like, a fun song. And maybe that's why the older girls are mad. Maybe that's why the older girls are mad. They don't like to have fun. They don't like to have fun. I mean, they're used to, like, you know, these hard-hitting, like, sad breakup songs. And, like, sometimes you can just have fun, girl. Exactly. You don't gotta be all like that. They're used um, to that. If you leave me, I'm gonna kill myself. Right. <laughs> okay, he's gone. Whatever. <laughs> right. Like, we're fine. Um, in terms of the roller skating thing, I hadn't really thought about, like, you know, if it's, like, a that type of song. But it is definitely just get up and move. Something about it makes me want to yeah. get up and dance. People were, like, on Twitter are doing, like, their ideas for the music video or whatever. Because apparently this song is confirmed to have a music video. Yeah, Chloe leaked that. I hope it's, like, this and this and I'm, like, I hope it's however they decide for it to be. You <laughs> hope like, what? I said, I hope it's however Chloe and Ali decide. Oh, yeah. I have a feeling they know exactly what to do. Right. No, and I think... They put out a music video that disappointed me. No, literally, they haven't. And I think that they are really good also at making, um, like, songs of their album, right? If they have two different music videos, they're different, but, like, they still have, like... They're still cohesive, if that makes sense. Yeah. Because... Like, uh, um... Oh, my gosh. With the... That's what I was going to say, like, even on, what is it, The Kids Are All Right, when they did that little movie? Yeah. Like, we in our minds were like, every song on this album is so different, what they about to do. But they literally made, like, a, like, movie, and it was, like, really cohesive and good. So I think, like, I mean, I don't know if it's them or whoever's in charge of the visuals is really good with that. Especially, like, okay, Forgive Me and Do It, two completely different songs. And the music videos kind of have, like, that same energy, so... We'll see. I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I don't really want um Ungodly Hour to have like like everybody up in flames in the background or like people dying. But <laughs> but <laughs> if that's what they gotta do, you know, I'm here for it. But yeah, we'll we'll leave it to them and we'll see. I have high expectations and I know they'll meet it. Yeah. Okay. Now into Busy Boring. This is a star. The star of the album, if you ask me. Go ahead. <laughs> I 
don't know, I remember when I first heard it in, like, the first part, when they're like, that's for, you know, like, that part, I was yeah. like, what, what's happening? And <laughs> I said, oh my god, this is, like, <laughs> definitely, in, like, a top two song on the album, like, it's just dragging <laughs> this guy, but being like, you're fine, though, you know, like, <laughs> Emphasis like, on dragging, must I say. God, like, he was just really getting ate up. That's really, they read this man, putting his information out there. Like, <laughs> this is not somebody that you want to mess with. This, they said at 9 o'clock, he hit me up to ask if I was awake. And at 15, he's my girl. and going to say anything. Like, he couldn't even wait 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, that is so funny. And not even to mention, like, it's 9. Yes, I'm up. Like, <laughs> That is, like, that, like, two lines is such, like, you already know what type of person she's talking about, you know? <laughs> like, it's so smart and funny. They're hilarious. Yeah. But, yeah, go ahead. <clears throat> and then, I don't know, they had Hallie, like, this talking slick. Like, I've never heard that from her, and I really loved it because she is definitely, like, the, like, the baby, I guess. Even yeah. She's 20 years old. But, like, she's always, like, the softer one, the one that... I don't know, people look at them and they're like, oh, he can't wait to get out of that group, or she can't wait to... I know! So it's back, and I'm like, actually... Shut your mouth, literally. Hallie came on this album and she said, I too. Like, drag it in and throw it back, so leave me alone. I too enjoy good twerk, so... Exactly. But she is... I really enjoyed her part of the song, and like, I feel like the beat, along with her voice, just really does something for me it's what makes me like repeat the song over and over again her verse specifically or like her part specifically yeah me too and i think her on the pre-chorus is so smart because like the chorus is very like you know i i, I don't want to say it's, it's a, yeah it's very bouncy no but i was gonna say i don't want to say it's a tongue twister because that would make me look stupid <laughs> But sometimes I'd be like, it's hard for me to say all the busies. So, you know, I'd be like, buzz, buzz, buzz. Oh my god. I feel that though. Yeah, so like, I think having Chloe before that was smart. And I think, yeah, like, Chloe be talking her mess too, you know? she. The thing about them, their relationship though, is like, a lot of people see Chloe's a soft one, whatever. But I feel like whenever, like, at least in their Instagram lives or their interviews, whenever Chloe talks about um, relationship or something that's happened, Hallie's, like, the first one to be like, and he was a horrible person. Yeah, he was. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, like, so funny to finally see that translate into her music, too. So, yeah, a little more personality from this girl. Yeah, she seems like the friend that, like, you go to about everything. She's always like, well... You know, like, she's always like, well, I hate him anyway. Like, yeah. Like, you know? And then, like, when, she, when she's around him, she's just kind of like, girl. Yeah, like, she's <laughs> like, like, anyway. Or whatever, like, hey, you know, but, like, we talking trash behind his back. And she'd be right. Like, yes. <laughs> it just seems exactly like that. They also said that um, their characters on Grownish, like, this would be one of their favorites if their characters, like, like their own music i guess they said that like this would be one of their favorite songs like or the ones that like embody their characters a lot and i'm like yeah yeah i feel that from the few episodes that i've seen right (laughs) but anyway i think hallie's line too about the about the your girlfriends having the baby that was so out of pocket (laughs) but like 
I was like, whoa, we're going so fast. Like, exactly. This song is not even four minutes long. I, I feel like I know the whole story. It's amazing, though. I think they're really smart in storytelling and just so good. In the little notes, they literally wrote, like, we were kikiing with our girls, having moments gossiping. <laughs> and that's really what this gives. It gives, like, kikiing with the girls' energy. So, yeah. yeah it definitely is like a, someone saying one thing and someone else is like, hey, you know, he did this and this and this. Oh, I thought he was weird. And, like, it just... It does a good job of capturing that. Yeah. And I also think it does good of, like, completely dragging whoever the song was about, but also, like, not not bad-mouthing them necessarily, like, in the chorus. Like, pre-chorus, she says, like, yeah, I was still talking to you because you were so, like, fun. Like, you were so good-looking. But you were so busy with these other girls, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We didn't have time to get nothing done. Right. <laughs> so, so, just like, really good. Yeah. It's like, it definitely has a lot of personality, and it's funny. Yeah. It's definitely in my top two if it's not my number one. But you know what? The first time I listened to it, because I, I always have this problem. Like, I listen to the music music rather than the lyrics first listen. So the first time I listened to it, I didn't even catch, like, half of those. But, like, the third replay, I was like, oh, yeah, this is my top two. All right. Now let's get into Miss Catch It. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I mean, when they released it, like just by itself, I didn't really enjoy it. Like I can admit, I listened to it only a few times, and I was like, I hope this is not what the album is serving. And, like, I don't know why I thought that, because now I'm going to listen to it, like, inside of the album. I think it's really smooth, and, like, it has a good melody. And, like, I can listen to it, like, two times back-to-back without getting tired of it. Like, it's just a good song. Maybe not great, but it's good. (laughs) I think it's good. I think I definitely understand, like, especially their fandom. Because this song is with um, Sway Lee. Yeah. Um, I understand, I guess, their fandom not necessarily loving it at first. Because it is, it's not as, mm, I don't want to say it's like hugely different sound of what they usually make, but it is a little bit different, and it's like, they don't do a lot of features, so. Yeah, I was about to say, have they ever done a feature before this? Because yeah. they haven't remember it. Yeah, they did, they did, um, they did a song with Willow Smith. Oh, yeah. And I think that might be it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, they're, they're very like, I don't know, they don't really, I don't want to say like, they do not write songs with men. But it definitely is the first one, and it's, that really doesn't take away from it. I love Sway Lee, personally, unpopular opinion. I love, like, I listen to his own music, like. <laughs> so when this came out, I was really excited, because I was like, oh my god, this is, like, a good collaboration. Because Sway Lee also, like, sings more than he raps. So I was like, okay, and when it came out, I liked it. I didn't really realize that it was the first single from the album. I thought it was just, like, a song they put out. But I think it fits well. I think it's a cute song, too. I don't hate on it, but I, I know a lot of people do. Like, this is the one that everybody's like, I hate this song. It's good. I don't know what they're talking about, but it's good. Like. It's good, honestly. The music video is a little ugly. 
but it's not, I feel like it's just him standing there and like the tattoos on his chest that are supposed to be them are not even singing so I don't <laughs> watch it too much because it makes me mad it makes but me mad it also makes me a little confused but I mean it's <laughs> just fine. zooming in on a picture on his chest for the whole video but okay yeah like alright but it's good I really do like the song it's not like the most lyrically elevated or anything but it's like a fun change to have on there and um we were talking about like having rappers on your songs or whatever and i think if they were gonna have a feature um of a rapper he's not really rapping so i think it he adds like he definitely adds something to the song i don't think he was like useless you know all right now let's go to miss overwhelmed Um, it's beautiful. It kind of reminds me of like uh, like a hymnal that you would sing in church, especially the end part. It's just very like spiritual. Like, yes. yes. And, like I liked it. I don't know if I listened to it like by itself. Like if I'm listening to the entire album, then I'll listen to it. But I'm not gonna like play it. Um, yeah it's kind of random to do that because it's really short yeah and like i can see like what it adds to the album i can see what all the songs add to the album i guess except for catch up but (laughs) (laughs) i like i understand why they put it here but i don't understand why it's in that order on the album I actually think, I was going to say, I think it's, like, kind of, in like, what intro and Forgive Me was. I think this is, like, the little intro to Lonely, because it kind of relates in that way, where you're, like, everything's happening, ah, now I feel lonely. Like, that sort of thing. Um, I don't think after Catch Up and after um, <clears throat> Busy Boy on Godly Hour, like, that was a really kind of mood switch. But, I mean, thinking about where else they would have put this little combo, I don't really know where they would <laughs> So they kind of threw her in there. But it's very soft. It reminds me of If God Could Speak on, um, or If God Spoke on, um, The Kids Are Alright. The Kids Are Alright. Why was I thinking? Yeah. That. It sounds, it reminds me of that, like, energy. So, very sweet, very, like, deep, and just good. They put it under the pop genre on, like, um, Apple Music, Spotify. I don't really know if this is a pop song, but it's cute. Okay, it goes into lonely. Thoughts on lonely? Uh, it's one of my favorites. I, like, I don't know. It's one of those songs where, like, as someone that likes being alone and, like, always being alone, I can't really relate to it because I know who I am when I'm alone. But I just love how the song sounds and I love how their voices sound. Like, it's just so good. And, like, it makes you feel good. And, like, even though it's kind of dragging you, <laughs> you know, like, it's just good. Like, I can listen to this all day. And I have listened to it all day. <laughs> <laughs> and I do. Right now. So good. I This was in my top two as well. Maybe top three. No. 
Yeah, maybe Shock 3. It's really good. I think not a lot of people were, like, naming this as their favorite, which I was like, girls, let's tap, on, let's tap into this. Let's... Exactly. Because I think lyrically it's, like, heavy, but, like, it's important to talk about. Um, I think that it's also low-key ties into the whole relationship theme because it's, like, if you don't love yourself, how are you going to love somebody else type thing? I feel like it's, like, after the relationship when you don't have the other person to always be with you and, like, make up half your personality. It's, like, do I, like, what do I do now? And yeah. starting to love yourself, you know, and, like, learn to enjoy your own company and realizing that you don't always have to be with someone else to be whole or with someone else to be interesting and fun because you can be by yourself. It's so crazy. Like, they really just be slipping these, like, entire, like, personality, like, deep themes into the album yeah, and then they hit you with like forgive me like <laughs> yeah. like the switch of the mood is so crazy but i think it's so like intentional and it's so um important to have so this is a very good song i play this a lot too i wouldn't say i play it as much as like maybe um busy boy or forgive me but i play it more than like baby girl so <laughs> oh my God. i think it's like <laughs> No, I think it is, because I, I think Lonely and Baby Girl, Lonely, Baby Girl, Overwhelmed, um, maybe, like, the last two songs, or no, the next two songs that are coming, like, that's kind of one side where it's soft side of the album, that side I don't listen to as much, but, like, this is the one that I listen to the most from that side, if it makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just wonderful. Okay, don't make it harder on me, go ahead. Yeah. Song and the next one, I just like they're not what I need right now. <laughs> but I actually like this one because it's like it gives me like the a Jackson Five feel or like just a like like a song you record with your family and you like <laughs> I don't yeah. know it's just cute. Like it has that vibe and like the um harmonies and stuff. Like even though the lyrics might not be like that, it's like. I don't know, it just gives me, like, a group from the 70s and 80s, and, like, you, you know, they put on their little suit jackets. And, like, <laughs> little they do a little two-step. Stuff. Yeah, it's, like, it's kind of, like, love on top, but, like, even less, um, I don't want to say this song is, like, childish. I can't find a word, because it's not childish, but it's just very much, like, everyone can enjoy it. And, like, yeah. It's, like, feel good, but, like, also, like, a throwback, you know? Gotcha. Okay, I definitely see what you mean then. Yeah, because it's like, it's like one of those songs that they would have, yeah, like Jackson 5 or whatever, go on like the morning show and sing. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I definitely see it's that. Like, it's good. Yeah. Like, it sounds dated, but I think it's supposed to. Like, they wanted to add something different to the album, and they did it in like a good way. And I think like for whoever is going through this, it's a perfect song because I definitely acknowledge this as an emotion where it's like, Girl, I'm trying to leave you, and you're, like, too good. <laughs> like, well, it's that's... like I um, am with someone, 
and you didn't want me when you had the tan. Like, leave yeah. me alone. <laughs> I got it. Like, you're distracting me type of thing. Exactly. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, for somebody that's a good message, but or like uh, an emotion that needs to get recognized. Personally, though, I can't Never like, experienced that. Never experienced that. <laughs> but... I found this one man that wanted me, let alone two, <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> But yes, I mean, if that's you, I'm sure you feel very seen and perfect. But yeah, I'd be skipping her a lot and not going too lie. Okay, wonder what she thinks of me. Go to Paris, you live in the lavish. I'm actually happy for you. So tell me, tell me, baby. I know this is crazy. You've done this before, so who are you to judge? <laughs> I think this song is like beautiful sonically, but lyrically it's pointless in my opinion. <laughs> because it's like, I mean, we already have from the rest of the album. We know that you, well, no, not even from the rest of the album. Like, we, because it's like a different storyline, I guess. It's like you are sitting with this person's man and like wondering what she thinks of you. It's like we know that she does not like you because you're sleeping with her man. He's like, you know, he's with her. Like I just didn't. I don't know. If you're like, with somebody's man, don't pretend. <laughs> I really can't breathe because they like wrote this deep song. It's like I wonder what she thinks of me, and we're like, she doesn't like you. It's very <laughs> obvious. <laughs> she does not feel like she's your friend because. You are with her man. Like oh. Exactly. And I'm like, maybe she doesn't even know that it's you that's with her man. Why are you with... Like, if she knows you enough to be, like, having an opinion on you sleeping with her man, why would she not confront you for sleeping with her man? Like, right, <laughs> right. Like, why are you wondering? She's probably coming soon to let you know exactly. what she thinks Why do you have time to write this song? <laughs> <laughs> you need to be hiding. <laughs> you need to be hiding. You need to be blocking people. Hello? Yeah, it's definitely, like, I get what they're trying to do, where it's like, man, like, I didn't know, or I don't even know, this is my interpretation, I'm probably wrong, but this is what I think, you know, they're so, like, women empowerment type people, that they were like, dang, I didn't know I was with this guy, the whole time he had a girlfriend, I wonder, like, she probably thinks I'm, like, such a horrible person, when I really just didn't know, and it's like, okay, move on, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, to me, it's just, like, it's definitely something, if that happened to you, that it does cross your mind, but it's, like, it's not your fault, it's the man's fault, so why would we blame you? You know, like, I understand, like, some women are, like, you was with my man, I'm gonna kill you, like, <laughs> while there and watch this, and then we go have dinner together after that's true yeah i mean it is true it's definitely valid but i guess just from my perspective i'm like girl why do you care like block them both and move on like exactly like you shouldn't even i mean i guess if you got really attached to that person then that's hard but it's like that's somebody else man yeah like they need to work <laughs> it's not wonder what she thinks of me it's wonder what she thinks of him like that exactly. don't have nothing to do with me but whatever Somebody got their, they, like, something off their chest with that song, and that's what they need to do, so good for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, rest of your life. Okay. I feel like this song 
very <laughs> random. Sounds like something from the two of us, or um, not even the kids are right because it doesn't fit on there either. But like, just the sound, like just the way the song sounds, because they are talking about shaking some ass, and that's not <laughs> something <laughs> they, they were talking about in the other albums. But like, it's definitely like. I don't know. It just doesn't sound like what they're doing now or what they're supposed to be doing now. It is cute, however. Like, I've listened to it sometimes, but, like, I don't see it. It kind of takes me out of the album, which I guess is okay because it's the last song on the album. Yeah. I definitely think it's kind of like, what is this? But, the, <laughs> like, the, the second or third play, I was like, oh, yeah, we're definitely dancing to this. Like, it's a song... Like you said, doesn't really fit on the album, but like I think alone it still stands up, like and it still, I mean, holds up, and it's like still a good song. I would play this getting ready, you know. And she's like, yeah. what'd she say? Is it Chloe that's like, shake it up, ass, if you're crazy? Yeah, it is. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's like a good getting ready song, and I really do like it. But it is kind of like, where? What happened? We was just crying. Like what? <laughs> but, you really just want to end it on like a sad note. Yeah, that's true. Because they did like this is one of the songs that they performed months ago. Like maybe they felt like they had to put it there, or else people would feel like they lied about it. Yeah, because I remember when they were doing the teasing. Like I did like this song, and I wanted it to come out, and I'm not disappointed in any way. But yeah, I definitely think it's like random. So they just, like, wanted to put it out because the fans wanted it. Um, Chloe and Hallie were both hinting at their BT, BET. I'm going to say BT. <laughs> their <Well>. BET. <laughs> their BET performance. They said it was going to be, like, a fun song, a happy song. And so I I feel like this could be a contender. No, but no, no. I do think that would be very... <laughs> Like, nobody is thinking about this song you said, about Ungodly Hour. No, 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 no. I thought it just said upbeat, so I was like, forgive me. But even Do It is upbeat, so what if they're doing that? If they do Do It, girl. I mean, I love Do It, but we're tired of it. And, like, when they announce, the, well, not announce it, but, like, when BT does this thing, where like, like this tweet, so you can be reminded when they perform. And, like, the tweet, and then the message was, like, fully and how he came to do one thing, and it was, like, do it. <laughs> <laughs> They did do it again. <laughs> like, I'm tired of doing it right now. I mean, it would make sense because, you know, it's actually blowing up and it's, like, charting. But it's, like, we already have, like, three performances of do it. Yeah, exactly. Especially this when the album me. just came out. Like, give us some other song. Yeah, and this one been out for a month. It yeah. should have been performed. They gave somebody else their shine, ladies. <laughs> yeah, if it's Rusty Real Life... I'm not gonna complain because I do like this song, but I'm gonna be a little confused. I'm not gonna hold you. I'm gonna be like, yeah. why? You can't even really like serve vocals with this song. I think that's what they care about the most when they do performances is like serving vocals or creating something interesting. Just judging based on their other like um, award show performances, yeah. like MTV like movie award thing. Like they like, like to do vocally challenging songs. Things like yeah. yeah. So I need them to really. Bring it. I want them to do like a medley. Yeah, I would like a medley but too. I think I this is a happening. talking song too. It's another one of those like, well, you know. You know, you know, you know. I'm like, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Please. No, it's for so real. It's so funny. Like, it's cute though. It's cute. It's good. 
it's like it's a cute closer to just be like okay we're done with the album like let's finish they ended up doing rest of your life so but it was a serve so go check that out okay now we go ahead i think we've hit all the points we don't have to really mention diggy we kind of did we didn't say his name but now you know he looked like a clown too just like the way he built I don't know. I used to be like a really big fan of him. Like really? Um, in middle school, yeah. He was always kind of just like, there for me. When he made music, well, I mean, he still makes music, but when he made music that people listen to. Like, <laughs> the, when he was like a know, respectable like, artist. <laughs> when and like he's nice looking, I guess, or like he used to be. I'm I'm not really into him anymore. And he's a cute actor on Cronish, but like I don't know. Not to be doing all no. this. This is the most anybody's ever talked about him ever. That's what I was gonna say. I was like, wow. Like, I bet you he feel like, dang, somebody wrote a song about me, huh? Like, <laughs> but they, like Chloe said, he's like supportive of the song and everything. And so, he better be. He don't got nothing else to say. Exactly. Does he have a baby on the way? We'll see. We'll, we'll find see. out in a few months. You know. When those pictures drop, we'll see. Yeah, but he's kind of just random. I mean, no hate to him, though. Like, Chloe obviously got something <laughs> off her chest, so it's fine. I definitely was, like, when they... I don't know. They didn't never announce that they were going out or anything. But, like, when people were, like, um, putting things together, I was kind of like, okay. Because they are a, a thing on the show. So I was like, oh, one of those things. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, um, you know, no comment. Anyway, single music video delete. That is something we do on this show with... All of our track by track episodes is basically like F Mary Kill, but with the album. So, Miss Thea, go first. What is your single music video delete? Uh, single is. Oh my god. <laughs> I forgot every song on the album. We'll skip it and come back to it. Um, music video, definitely. Oh my god, let's go to delete. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, wait, before anything, I need to be able to tell you which one needs to go. <laughs> exactly. I would delete uh, Overwhelmed, even though that's bad. Uh, okay, I would delete... Honestly, I think I'm going to have to delete Wonder What She Thinks of Me. She just did okay. nothing for me. <laughs> the vocals were good, though. Yeah, the vocals were good, but it was kind of like... Wah. Honestly, I don't think any... This is going to be a cheap shot. But I don't think, and I've never done this before on the show, but I do not think any song on this album really deserves to be deleted because it's only 13 songs on the album and none of them are, like, hugely offensive to me. Yeah, or long. Like, none of them are like, ew, please take this off. But, like, she's just the girl that I play the least, so I think I'm going to just delete her for personal reasons. (laughs) I just don't really like it that much. But... Yeah, I understand Overwhelmed. She's also kind of just there. For single, I think I would do Busy Boy. Period. I was literally going to say Busy Boy, too. And then for music video, I guess I would do Lonely. Or maybe I would switch those two and do music video for um, Busy Boy and then single for Lonely. But if it was single, I probably would get a music video anyway. So... It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was realizing. Like, the more I do these, I'm like, every time I do single and music video the same. 
the same song because that's usually how it goes. I would probably do Busy Boy, Busy Boy Tipsy, like, um, double feature for a music video, but the single is just Busy Boy for me. So, because I feel like they kind of have, like, um, neighboring themes, so if you do the music video, she'll be like, you was talking all that mess, and then he wound up dead in the tipsy part of the music video, and we're like, I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Probably because of what we just said. So. <laughs> I also feel like because it's so messy, Busy Boy would do well as a single. It would. It really would. <laughs> it I feel on like... the radio and be like, this is that song about Dicky Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how to go love a name drop, so it's really like... I think it would do well, too, because of how harshly she dragged him. And it's funny, too. I think people really don't well, some artists really don't know how powerful, like, a funny verse is. Like, that's so memorable. And on the radio, people are going to be talking about, did you see she was talking about his baby? His baby! Exactly. Like, <laughs> <laughs> are you up? It's 9! Like, it's literally 9 p.m. I can't. But yes, that's about it, y'all. Thank you, Miss Kia, for joining me on this episode. I know we did, Chloe and Hallie, proud. Um, we will continue <laughs> to support those girls to the end of time. Like, genuinely, I mean, I obviously love a lot of different artists, a lot of different music, but, like, groups-wise, I think they're, like, the perfect group, and I really do love them so much. I love me sister duos. Yeah. Something about that just hit. Hey, you say different when you've got sisters, too. Right. Oh, yeah, you do have a sister. I don't. Like, four of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Makes me feel like we could be a group if we wanted to. Right. We would have had to start, like, ten years ago. Round up the still. girls. Round up the girls. We start singing Busy Boy. Come on. Everybody get a verse. No, yeah, but exactly. they're so fun and cute, and, like, they just continue to not just grow, but, like, show different sides of them. And they're really good at, like, giving a theme with their albums. So it really just, I just be getting excited when they put out albums. Because I know I'm gonna, even if it's not, like, I love every single song, which probably I will. But even if it's not, like, I'm just able to appreciate how detailed their work is. And and it's just really good to see. And you can see where the money is. Because this is, this is some professional stuff, you know what exactly. I mean? Exactly, so. It's even like a step up from the other album. Like, yeah, they had that little mini movie last time, but like the music videos now, they probably are worth will cost more than literally <laughs> the from the last album. Like literally, together. it's really good. And like even like this is random, but in the Do It music video where they had like that scene where it was her and Chloe, Chloe and Hallie, um, with all the mirrors around them, I kept thinking like. This is so expensive. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, to get all the mirrors together. Like, I know this is a little bit much. But, yeah, I just love seeing that growth, and I'm excited to see more. Next album, we're waiting. This album just came out, and I'm like, yeah, next exactly. album? Let's, yeah. Let's, let's tap in. <laughs> let's get excited for the tour first. Yeah. I really hope, like, I mean, I don't know what artists are going to do with whatever is going on. But I know they're creative enough to, like, make whatever they do work. So I'm, like, really exciting to, excited to see that. So, period. But thank you for joining me, Queen. That's all for today. Um, do you have any platform, anything to 
promote Miss Ma'am? Is your no. Name? Period. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. <laughs> you don't know, follow me on Twitter at Kia's Interlude, but it's Kia is K E A H. Period. And then on Instagram, it's Kia, but it's K E dot. Hey. Oh my god, yes, hey, hey. <laughs> I thought I spelled it wrong, but yeah, that's me. <laughs> yes, alright, and for Miss Track 2, y'all know to follow us on Instagram, at Track 2, and 2 is spelled out. And also, the playlist for this episode is going to be out right after the episode. No longer waiting weeks for the playlist. <laughs> <laughs> and Kia's going to help me with that later, so it's going to be good. Catch that. Get into Ungodly Hour. It's a fun time. And we'll see y'all later. Peace.